Hello everyone and um, I welcome you to another brand um, new episode of What's Cooking. Um, I know this is our first episode this year and I want to use this opportunity to wish everyone a happy new year. Uh, hopefully we would uh, provide you guys with more episodes and more excitement um, this year. Right. It took a long time since we uh, recorded our first episode but we are here and we are back and we are here to offer you guys with some quality entertainment and information um, in the footballing world especially right so i'm not here alone i'm here with um the man himself smiko is also in the building smiko are you doing hey hello man how are you doing i'm good i'm doing well hello guys it's been a while, well, we're happy to be here. Happy New Year. Uh, I mean, I hope you guys are having fun. A lot of excitement and football this year already. So, we're pumped, you know. This year is going to be an interesting year for football and sports in general. I mean, this, the AFCON is already on. We have the Euros coming up, and we also have the uh, Copa America. So, a great year, a great year. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, we're gonna be cooking a lot in this episode because a lot has happened since our last episode over the ending of last year and um this year especially so far, a lot has been going on. All right, so we'll be running through these topics for today's episode. Um the first one is which is the first topic is gonna be all about AFCON, um, where they are at right now um picks for to win it all and um the tournament so far um the second topic we'll be talking about is uh yesterday or day for yesterday um club announced that you'll be stepping out from liverpool after the end of this season so we're going to be covering that and letting you guys know about our opinion about that also a particular fraud after being beaten for two yesterday or five days he too decided to go out to the media and be like, oh, you know what, me too, I'll be standing, I'll be dropping off after the end of the season. Like, why not just drop off now? And, um, yeah, another thing we'll be talking about is football. Um, Scaloni made a statement about football being robotic. And uh, we're going to discuss about that. And the last thing is um, Sancho. He has been doing well since he left Manchester United. So, that's a really jam-packed episode and Hopefully, uh, we're going to... I hope you guys stay tuned to the ending of this recording or this episode um, so you can enjoy um, what we have for you guys. So, let's get it rolling. So, I'm going to start off with AFCON. Um, it's been it's been an eventful AFCON. Let me just put it like that. Uh, with the like of much, uh, Nigeria, Senegal, Morocco, Egypt... Uh, no, sorry. I wanted to make a mistake and say Ghana, but <laughs> they are out in the group stage. Uh, quite a few <laughs> people that that, that we didn't expect, right? But generally, Smigo, what's your take on this Afcon so far? I think in terms of quality, yeah, in terms of the quality and the atmosphere, Quality of football and the atmosphere. This is 
the best Afcon I've ever seen. This is the best Afcon ever. In terms of really? quality of football, yeah, in terms of quality of football, you can see that statistically, the the games, the matches yes. are averaging. I think they said over two point three goals. Two point nine, almost three goals. So they are averaging mm-hmm. two point nine goals per game. And the atmosphere, in terms of someone, some some people tweeted and they say the joy of the Afcon is not your team winning, but your enemies or your neighbors losing. And for we Nigerians, I know most of our fans, our listeners are Nigerians. We are happy. It's a great atmosphere to see our people in Charlie Land, pastor and sister and brother, <laughs> being disgraced, scoring, but also conceding back to back in three games. So shameful. Also, even the hosts, they are they were lucky to get to the next round, but yeah, exactly. get out very soon, just like Cameroon. They were lucky, even though they had their big player flying. Uh, a private jet, you know, flex on <laughs> just wasting money to be honest. <laughs> but generally, the Afcon, I mean, it's, it's not predictable. That's the joy of the Afcon. African football yeah. is African heritage. This is not a uh, beautiful football. This is not tactical football. This is not technical football. But instead, it is, it is powerful football, passionate football. I mean, you see the way the Nigerian team played yesterday and you can yeah, see that, that was not special in terms of technical or tactical ability or plan, but you can see the energy that those guys gave or swimming, running 100 kilometers per hour for the whole 90 minutes. The, 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 the guys, the UK guys in our team, they shock me a lot. Yeah, they've, uh, no, no, don't, don't generalize it. Don't generalize no, but, everything. No, I'm, I'm not generalizing, but Ademola, look, man, it will be online, huh? Uh, Bafi, Ekong. This, I mean, that's like half of our team already. And they are able to cope with the intensity and the aggressiveness of the AFCON. The Cameroon team, they are not soft. They are one of yeah, the but, strongest teams. Yeah, but that's they are what not I'm soft, saying. But... Like, what I'm saying is also that you can't say Ekong. Ekong has been in this team for a while, right? Yeah. I can still say yeah, Ekong is not really same... surprising. But Ademar Lukman, yeah. especially. Is the shock of everything, and he really picked up himself and be like, You know what? I'm not, not going to allow anybody kick ar- kick me around. Another person is Semi Ajayi, the dude has really, really, really imbued himself into this game because of his this yeah. kind of like calm defender that can play with the ball, can push the ball forward and pass the ball, right? And we've not had that in a long while. Because Omeru is this kind of person that clever and body straight, nothing concerned with passing or the game. So it was a little bit calm at the back defensively. For for Nigeria, yeah, the criticism or the criticism that yes, we always want to have quality in our teams, the players that have trained or goes off to the ones of English football or European football, want them to come back to their heritage. Sad, we're always sad when we lose players like Saka, even people like us, Barkley or Dele Ali, even though they are mid players, you understand, from Saka. But the quality, you know, that did not play football. We're always sad. But the criticism there is that 
even when we call them back, apart from mm-hmm. us as well, then we get it. Which mm-hmm. actually, the passion is never there, to be honest. In the past, you didn't really see the passion. You didn't really see that these guys knew what is meant to go into an African competition or a World Cup qualifiers mm-hmm. in Africa and know what the fans, what it means to the fans. But this new, mm-hmm. this group, they, they seem to understand. They understand Posero is six months, probably six months into the job. He's a Portuguese guy. I don't think he's ever coached in Africa before. But he understands what it means to go into a tournament. It's not about fancy football. It's about getting the results. And that's exactly. why you see that the base, the base of the team is defensive solidity. I mean, it's working now. It can go, it can go uh, uh, wrong in the next game and we'll begin to criticize him. But so far, so mm-hmm. good. We have to praise him for it. That but the thing is, actually, they actually do uh, well, and the team they understand what they have to do, and the passion, the passion is actually what impresses me the most. What's pushing them? About exactly. Passion. They they actually give their all. You know, I'm actually surprised because seven of them, six of them, they didn't grow up in Nigeria. You understand? So, but they understand, and even the harmony in the team. Normally, just like yeah. the Spanish team of 2010, 2012, 2008, Madrid and Barcelona, obviously they are really Spaniards, but there was that division there that, okay, this is Madrid click and Barcelona click, even though they still did well for the nation. That's what, that, we are seeing that in Nigeria also, that even though they have different opinions and different realities, they are coming together and they play for, they play as a family, like Nigeria is actually a family. Mm, One thing that pissed, yeah. that pissed me off at the beginning of the tournament or coming into the tournament was these videos that I will, we always see of prison mm-hmm. worship. When they are going inside and, the car. Inside the bus and in the, in the hotel. I mean, that's a normal thing for all Nigerian. It's a normal yeah, thing, but when you're playing badly, I used to see, to be honest, it pisses me off. Just play the game. I don't want to see all the other scenarios. By the time you win the cup, you can do a documentary and show us all the I mean, Ghana, nice, but Ghana did this multiple not... times. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even Cameroon, you see there with a the big speaker. The guy was dancing. Even Anana, Anana was dancing. But they didn't have anything to play. Even Brazil of recent years, that's what they do. We can't speak. And they walk up, yeah. Making noise of pop and But they don't have anything coach. to do. So, <laughs> that is nice, but we want to see the football. And we're happy that we're getting the football from Nigeria. I mean, I mean, so far so good. Everything has been looking nice. Hopefully, we continue like that. The only thing I only have issues with is his selection and his changes sometimes, right? Um, people like Zaidu and the likes, like uh, some of them play football as if this is their first time touching the ball or something like that. So he needs to really, really fix some of that and let them understand that is it's real business. We we got to the round of sixteen last season also with Siasia, right? And uh, we got knocked out by Algeria, which was not mm-hmm. supposed to be so. If if we are actually with the amount of talent we have, but I just like the changes we have up front, not depending on people like Ian and Cho and the likes that when they feel the, but like I said, the passion is always driving the results, and we just need to continue that. Keep pushing. At some point, if you see the boys are running low on battery, just putting them in most or something like that. But so far as good, we are winning and we are scoring goals, keeping it defensively tight at the back. And the person that even actually gave us issues the most, Equatorial Guinea, they are out of the round of sixteen, right? Yeah, out of the sixteen. The AFCON, like just like the last edition, 
uh, last year, no, two years ago, 2019. Mm -hmm. I mean, we did well in the group stage. We got nine points. I mean, because we got yeah. out, we, we were knocked out in the next round. So it's not about that. It's, it's about, I prefer actually to go in the tournament. You understand? Instead of starting at the eye and believing that you are there, you are here. Mm -hmm. And then okay. you begin to, you get a shock in the knockout game. You know, in knockout, you can't, if you miss it, you miss it. So there's no second chance. So go in the tournament and begin to realize the seriousness that these guys, Look at the quality now. Algeria did this. Algeria finished fourth in their group. Mozambique beat mm -hmm. them. So you, it's not, it's not, a, it's not, a, it's not, it's not tight play. To be honest with you, mm -hmm. yes, there are serious teams like Senegal and um, Morocco. We, we did very well in the World Cup. Okay. Just, the World Cup, yeah. But even big teams like Egypt, they're struggling. They're playing right now. They're struggling. Yeah. So it's. It's, it's a thing of, you, you need to know that nobody here is going to give you respect. Look at Angola. Mm -hmm. Angola, they scored nine goals in the competition. They are playing fantastic. And they are football. playing well. Now, like really we are playing them next. But my only advice for them is this is African football. You need to stop playing this rubbish that you are playing. This is not Gadula uh, philosophy that we are doing here. You need to play with African heritage. You cannot be playing Tikitaka in African football. It is wrong. It is against the laws of the land. It is against our ancestors. <laughs> please, please stop. <laughs> Senegal, they're doing the same thing. They're pleased with beautiful football. I mean, what is this guy? And the Senegalese team. I mean, they are still the team to be. Under 23. Like, the average age of the team is 23, 24. Do you get? They're young guys. And they're playing in around France, Europe, you know. They're not big like our players in terms of popularity. But... What's the deal? Most of their players are playing in Tottenham. Like I mean, I know Sir, they have like two Sa or something like that, and they are really, really well, integral yeah. of their team. Like well, Sa is like a starter in Tottenham. Mane is like go to. They have this left back in um, or right back in um, Real Betis. The guy is a starter also. Mendy, Kulibali at the back. You get all those kind of days. This um uh, this um um the guy that plays. I think he plays in France or Diallo, right? The they really have that core from the World Cup, like they just, they just, and then this Diata again and the likes. So I'm not, I'm not really going to say, but they have a very core team, and um, this yeah, guy is riding the, on that. The their coach. The, yeah, the coach is the guy with the dreads, right? I don't know if yeah. you know, but I know that they have a very interesting. Even though as his lesser. Yeah, most of them can be. So, Jackson can be, but he's still also a nine. They have a nine also like that. So, I still feel they are the team to beat, and I'm still tipping them. If they don't go all the way, I'm tipping um them or Nigeria to, to take it all. That's so just the, thing I'm about, the, the, the thing I'm happy about is that they are not even in our side of the draws. They are the other side, so I'm happy. They should come battle Ivicos, which is the next game. And then when they're done with that, they think they're going to face maybe Burkina Faso, Mali, you understand, all those guys. But we now, we have Morocco in our side of the, the, the you understand, the draws mm -hmm. to the final. So now we're going to play Angola in the next round, which is going to be difficult, very difficult game. And Morocco, we play South Africa in this is and lost this thing by mm -hmm. tomorrow, no, next tomorrow, yeah. The next one is on yet. So, also Capo Verde, that's Cape Verde. I think we have a funny enough, we have the easy draw. I feel like 
we have a music draw. It's, it's famous us. Egypt is also at the other side. So those those guys are tough guys. I mean, the Egyptians they never got out. They they have mad stamina and endurance. It's just about yeah. getting the results for them. They can play one round twenty minutes if they have to. So so it's good that they're not with us also in our side of the draw. But I feel like we have a good chance, but Nigeria to go mm-hmm. or to go to all the way, we understand. It's, it's going to be tough. It's not going to be easy because Angola play good football. Yes, our defense is solid, but we are lacking in midfield. So it's a concern, but I feel like we are making up for it. This guy, Frank the Punk, they call him Frank the Punk, but I'm not beginning to realize why they call him Frank the Punk. Frank Onyeka. Onyeka. That guy is, that guy is, that guy is the only one in that midfield. If you look at it, he's the only one in that midfield. He's the only one playing for. Well, the other four that we have. 3 3 whatever you want to call it, but it's just two midfielders, basically. So it's mm-hmm. him and Iwobi. And Iwobi. Iwobi's playing deep. Iwobi's, Iwobi's good. He's, a, he's an okay player, but we expect him to be more linking with the attack. He's not doing that well, but in terms of the defensive and the pressing, well, Oyeka yeah. is doing a lot of work for us, and I'm really, really happy about that. So we just need more of that compactness. I like the compactness. It's, it's tight, mm-hmm. tight. As a team, not the individual that are doing great for Nigeria, Ola, you know, Kevin Bassi, most especially Bassi, and Osime, and, and I'll give it to the defenders also, and enough, the goalkeeper. You know the way Nigerians are. So how will I put it now? They, 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 they have that double face. You understand? They, they, they can change matters at any time. The thing is, mm-hmm. Osime was getting criticized that not scoring goals. Now penalty, sorry, it was a penalty, no, it's called lucky goal, empty net. And one of the scoring goals, the team said, and a penalty, our second match was a penalty, you understand? So the criticism mm-hmm. was, that those were the criticisms. But what Osime brings to the team is more than goals, if you look at it. What's the brings yeah. to the team in terms of the, the normal aura of a striker? That it presses a lot, you, though. That's the good you, thing. You, you, you just do mistakes. You don't want to do mistakes. It will force you to make a mistake. It will force you to shake. So I feel like the guy is, the guy is graceful. So we have, we are okay, but Angola, man, those guys are playing some crazy football. They have like two goals of the tournament already. The first round mm-hmm. and the, the last round. The last goal is good. Yeah. The last like playing the, like knuckle ball or something. So, like. so it's, 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 it's crazy, but also Morocco. I mean, Morocco and Morocco, they are, they are probably the best African team. So, who are you? Who are you? So, the thing is, why are you tipping to win it all? So that we can move on to these teams. Okay, these teams. This, this thing is, Senegal will do it at the coast, or maybe not. But, yeah, but Senegal will get to the final because of who they are. Morocco, Nigeria, these three teams are. I, I, I one of these three teams will win the competition. Then the dark okay. horses for me. The dark horses for me, the Angola man. Nobody's talking about them, but you do the play. I feel like you need to be concerned to be honest. But Nigeria all the way. I mean, I was telling a Cameroonian fan the other day that you cannot really put open African African teams, you know. The most important thing is that your neighbor do not win it. And Nigeria and things mm-hmm. and Ghana is out. Ghana is out and Cameroon their house and then uh, very soon every goes to follow them. We know that our enemies are busy. <laughs> 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 <Get>. so, <laughs> so 
So that's our major concern. It's not really about we, I mean, want, we want to win. Me, I'm, me, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep it short and simple. It's just either Senegal for me or my or Nigeria, either of those two. Yeah, and that would be the anyone final. Anyone that fumbles, fumbles. Yeah. That would be the final. That would be the final. Yeah. But it's been a good Afghan so far. So more of this, especially. So, um, moving on to the second topic, which was the bomb that happened yesterday, the football world. When um I think yesterday or day for yesterday, on Friday, when club mentioned he'll be stepping down from Liverpool at the end of this season, it's difficult to say. I think this is a big loss for Liverpool as a team, because this man has spent nine years with them and has probably made them. They've not had this much success in a while since the beginning since the. Premier League era, right? They've not had this nine year stretch of success until club game, right? So it's going to be a huge loss for them. I don't know how they go from here, but club has been really, really monumental for this team and the organization as well. So it's a huge loss. And I feel it's going to just use that, that fuel and motivation to go all out for this year's. Um, trophy and just be like you know what guys let's do this one last dance <laughs> so let's try and win this just for for club so what do you think about that that um, interview I think, I think the announcement is a tactic or a tactic to get his players hyped or pumped for the last uh, what do you call it now the last dance yeah they want to win this league and go to Manadin. Right. You, you can't even win this for the fourth time. Yeah, you so, can't win this for the so, fourth time. So that is that is that is the plan. But actually, in terms of the impacts on the club, even the city, the Merseyside mm-hmm. city, you understand? The the impact is crazy, man. The the aura of the guy in the club is a, is, is loved by football fans around the world because mm-hmm. he's always smiling even in good times and bad times he has a good charisma in press conferences when things are not working for him and you feel for the guy when things are not working for him because you know that he's always trying his best and for Liverpool they're going to miss him a lot because they are they got him at the right time and they got at the time that they got him it was a perfect fit for them they gave mm-hmm. him time to build his team and then it took like three years to build the team and then he got them even in the first year when he came, he went through finals. I remember that time. Yeah, in school, and you know, we watched. Yeah, we watched the Sevilla final. We watched. Yeah. No, Mass the Carabao Cup. Cup final. Yeah, the Cup final. The Carabao Cup final. He was he was unlucky to miss the final, but he was very good, and he was the the biggest thing about his tenure was he was the very last pain in the ass. Like it was nemesis. The season of the Premier League, the season of the Champions League before the season of the Premier League, he, he, he really dealt with guy like between like three or four times that season. Dealt with him seriously. So, he's one of the coaches that yeah, Galera doesn't like in terms of football on the pitch. So, but for the man, he, he has done really well for the team. First Premier League in 30 years. That's not still with the team for the years. They're going to 30 years now. <laughs> man, when we are still close to 15 years, very soon. You'll be thinking about 30 years, so it's a big deal. You won 
Fatih, the first Premier League, Fatih, yeah, Champions League, first Champions League since Istanbul. I mean, he's, he's, he did really well. Oh, no, he's really good. If you look at it, personally for me, personally for me, yes, he's a very good coach, top coach. In terms of the money that he had to spend, he spent money. It's not as if he didn't spend money. He spent close to a billion in his time. But hey, but he had he to revamp spend, that team now. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't really spend it. At, I mean, he had the most expensive defender at the time. He had the most expensive goalkeeper. Yeah, because he needed the defender, and that was the yeah. bedrock to their success. Because I, exactly. I didn't even they, they yeah. needed the Skepel left. Lovren was aging, and the likes all these damn uh, old guys they were leaving. Karaga just uh, Karaga already was it called retired before Stephen G. Then Lucas in midfield. Uh, he had this guy that time. I don't know. Allen, yeah. Allen in midfield, then that guy was very, very good. He had the yeah. storage. He had two, all of those guys. He was like, okay, I'm going to use you for the half season that just came in. He got them to two finals. They were playing fantastic football. That was when Gengen President was at his height. Right. Then he saw those guys. He needed, okay, I could work with Femino. We need, we need money. Let's get money from, I need all those high metal players. Right. Got one out of in midfield, make the iron fists kind of like players, Fabio and the likes. Still held, held Allen for one season after that. And he needed a winger, then he went all out for Salah because storage was not. Because I remember that Sevilla final, they could have won that match because storage was just wasting chances. Oh my goodness, I'll never forget that match. Like it was so, it was just so unlucky. Right. Then you see his, his, all of his signings were actually needed. Right. He went to he needed a keeper. You can't depend on Carrios or or what's the name of this other guy that was keeping for them. Mm. Mignolet. Yeah. So you yeah, couldn't yeah. depend on those guys. Like, okay, I need a formidable goalkeeper that okay, next four or six years. We are we are solid at the back. Then he went for Alison. Left back, right back, left back from um what's it called? He got uh um, what's his name? Robertson from All City when they were going on relegation. He got uh, Arnold from the academy and he just get had that sprout and growth. So he, he has really done good for himself. Like it's it's a huge, and like you said, he has always been that kind of person that give uh, pep issues. But it is what it is. Only God knows where he and the management has been talking about or have issues over but I feel that he's going to go through that thing uh Morio made Pep go through when after <laughs> leaving the Barcelona where he went one year without even coaching. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel that's the same thing because I was telling Jerry also that it got you no know, easy for for what's it called Liverpool last two years when they were close to winning the league and they didn't win it. It killed them mentally, all of them. Yeah. So and you in our podcast that one of our episodes that year, I told you that these guys necessarily are going to need a lot of energy, more socially, mm-hmm. psychologically, because they they are drained themselves physically and also mentally. And that's so the mental part is the most difficult thing to come back from. The mental mm-hmm. part but you know, the club himself and his players, they always have that mentality. A little bit like Madrid to be honest. That no matter what we can do, it, Ramon Sander, that is a, a comeback. You understand? So, 
But for me, generally, my only annoyance, or maybe uh, my opposing thoughts, or not to say annoyance, is with your club and his reign nine years in, in Premier League is that he won all these seven things, titles, cups, whatever. But they always want to compare to Guardiola. It is not comparable. For whatever reason you want to give, whatever excuse you want to give, it is not comparable. So the respect has to be given to him for being a good player. Oh, you know, but it was never, but it was never more than know, that. It was only the time. You know, I agree to that. You know, what yeah, I agree. yeah, you don't agree to the fact that he won only seven times. No, hold on. The 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 difference is clear. All right, Guardiola came. Hold on, Guardiola came took over a team that just won the league last year with Pellegrini. I finished what the following year. Why? Because like they were not his players. Just because like this, just this like same player... Ferguson won the league. Ferguson won the league in 2013. Because it's there, nobody has won the league. So it's not a criteria. But, <laughs> no, you see, it, the it's thing not, I'm saying is... If I, what I'm saying? Well, the same color of... The same Aguero. The same silver. Pellegrini won the league with players at the average age of 28. He wouldn't have won the league necessarily, even if he was there. But these players were still good players. You can't tell me you won the league last year and you're not good. All of a something, yeah. If you they keep the good. same core, but like, they won okay, the league. That's the reason why uh, a lot of... Because you can't tell me all of a sudden overnight these people just be, be, become bad. I mean, it's for signing was kind of like to get a goalkeeper because thinking he said it needs a ball playing play goalkeeper. He, he brought Bravo from I think Barcelona or something like that. Went to get Sunny and um I think who else did he get also? I think this was Navas and the likes. Right. So he had the upper hand and the free hand. Club came in half of the season. Because I could remember it came middle of the season. And with the same dead ass player that he had then, imagine Allen was playing like prime Xavi. So, and he went ahead to to use those same players to go into two consecutive finals in that season. Like, no, that's like mind blowing. And despite during that time, FSG didn't want to release money for Liverpool then. So, I know we can't compare in terms of success and um, trophies. It's un- incomparable. Like, you can't even compare it. Pep has been sweeping everybody on the floor. Imagine three or four titles in five years. Like, that's crazy. Going to do it for the fourth time in a row. Now, now that's something that is even actually more exhausting if we look at it. But... We we just can't take it away from 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 club in the sense that where he met the club at that point in time, where Liverpool were at that point in time was not even encouraging. They had just lost uh, Suarez, went to Barcelona. Coutinho is in the is basically saying that I want to leave. I don't want to leave. I want to leave. You get so all of the players that actually almost won the league that year, a year or two years before they had already left. Gerard was the core of the midfield, was aging and about to retire. I don't have any winger. I think Sterling was going to Man City. So it's quite a lot that was going on then. 
but he was able to steer the ship. And um, it's a success story by now. Everyone is is good where they are at right now. Well, just to just to um just to club and um, hopefully in his next endeavor. I know he's not going to be taking any job for the next one year. Then I believe he will be coming back, and uh, most likely there will be probably a lot of job lined up for him. He said he's not coming back to England to coach, so I think that 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 um story on that chapter is closed. So good luck to Club and his next yes, decision. No, no, no doubt, no doubt about it. The, the man is a legend. He's a 100%. legend. Uh, the legend. Uh, what did that stage legacy speaks for sure? That's why football, which is our next topic, our next discussion, shouldn't be so robotic. It's not only about the it's only about the numbers. But when it comes to arguments, that's the number one thing they use to back up their arguments. Okay, hold on. But the story is more important. Yeah, because okay, so thank you for that. Which like crosses us to our next topic, right? So Scaloni was asked a question, then he made this statement. It's quite long, so I'll try and read it over. So he said, We are losing the essence of football, not only at a professional level, but also with kids. My children play in Spain and are overwhelmed with information. They receive the ball and they are already being told what to do. There are fewer dribblers because if they barely get the ball and you say pass it. Imagine if Messi, he was eight years old, had been constantly told by his coaches to pass it. We wouldn't have him today. Football has become such a huge thing. Everyone reads, studies and thinks that with that, they can already manage. If you tell a seven or eight year old to make a diagonal run, covered defensively, he's seven years old, let him play with the ball make mistakes and when he's 14 or 15 then we can start correcting it's a message for the future this is a sport and the beauty of football should not lost should not be lost when was when was i telling you this about we have less dribbler in the premier league now right like it's become such a thing that oh they've forgotten the basis of why football of why football was actually why people actually love watching football it's okay, winning is a very good thing, but we have to also look back as playing as if you are in the playing ground, like do something exceptional, think by yourself, create something new. Like if Ronaldo they told him to be passing, will we get snake by today? Or are we going to get all around the world? Like look at all of those things and those skills that have been memorable and is in the future. Like it's stamped in the future that oh my goodness, it was this was broken out by these particular players because they were free on the ball. They had this freedom to do what they were they want to do. Right? But we 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 yeah. are now in this era of football that oh, get the ball, pass, make a fake run, come back, receive the ball. Like everything you have to paint it out for them to do this and that and that. And that's not football, man. Yeah, you are getting results, but that the, the most important thing is enjoy and have fun, right? Yeah, so that's what I just feel like you 
you just have to let these guys play right you can't just take someone imagine you because where you learn the basic of or where you actually fall in love with the f with football is from the streets when you, you are doing your five monkey balls or something like that right you want to always do that right so to some extent you should you should have the freedom to do that also like be free in as much as it's your occupation you need to enjoy yourself you get like yeah. that's just what so, for us and this is the reason why this is the reason why you see a lot of people excited or pumped hyped when they see players like Jeremy Doku to be honest with you, these guys are made players. You don't have football heritage anymore. You don't have Samba. You don't have African excellence because of Jeju Kuchakano. You know, people that were exciting to watch. If you look back, the last real Brazilian to be started into Europe was Neymar. The Brazilian that is started to give up these days. You begin to question yourself. Are these really Brazilians? <laughs> because you have a guy called Jolinto. He came to Europe as a striker, but now he's playing midfield. He's playing as a midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> you have a guy called Martinelli. He's a young guy. He has a lot to learn. But no, don't talk to my partner. Ronaldo Delima was winning World Cup. No, no, don't put that pressure on Martinelli. Nah. Of that course, was don't don't there. But, but, but I'm just telling you the fact that the best players are not being scouted anymore. Because they don't know how to run diagonally, because they don't track back at age 15 or 14 or 12 or 13. And it's reflecting in professional football already. It's just the truth. And Salome is talking from someone that is experienced. He has played football and is coaching now and has won the World Cup. So I think the right man talk in this kind of situation is that the Bermovich said he went to America when he was in America. And to go academy in America, you have to pay thousand thousand dollars to get in. Like that's not the football that people like that and you know. came up from slums in um Sweden. People like Modric who came from um camps like uh West camps, people like uh Tony. This, this this uh <laughs> this this black German defender in Madrid, what was that name again? Uh guy came from the slums of Germany. From the slums of Germany, because they get the particular name, the German word is a real slum. There's no way anybody there will know how to defend diagonally or do zona marking or any of those do big English. What they know there is what they Mozi was playing in the streets of France. Of Germany, sorry, was he was playing the streets of Germany when he got his first contract? He was playing for fun. This is where you get the best players. It's not in academies, to be honest with you. Now, if those players at 15, at 10 years old, or 12 years old, you are being forced to be robotic, or it takes joy away, to be honest. What I want mm -hmm. to think, it takes, so the only ones that are there are, yes, these factors, like you say, like, no, like this said. If you ask Ronaldo now, Ronaldo will tell you that football talent, yes, but education and hard work, yes. There's no body that makes it a professional football that doesn't 
first half dedication, hard work. Talent is like 10% of it, is the truth. But not at age 12. You have to allow them to enjoy the game. So by the time they enjoy the game enough, they can decide for themselves at age 14 to 15 if they actually want to pursue this career and give their all. If not, by the time you begin to force them with a lot of information, they lose the love for the game. And the ones there are probably doing it because their parents yes. they have to do for their parents. And, and that's why you say a lot of mental health issues because a lot of people are not happy. Because parents even see the thing as a you understand, a means of getting out of generational poverty. And it's true, football is crazy. The money for is crazy, but it is it's also supposed to be so in terms of the passion for the game and the love for the game at such a young age is very important. It's but very important. It's also, in, it's also reflecting in professional football these days that yes, like I say, you don't they don't scout those Brazilian guys anymore. Because That's hold on, let me give you an example, right? So McTominay came in from the academy. I don't know where, but he came through the academy. And um, despite the old Oh, give them his information on how they do it. He still can't make a single pass. Like he doesn't look confident on the ball. He can't make it like like you you get what I'm saying. Even despite this information you are passing to them at a younger age, some of them are still trash. Let's be honest. So what exactly is the essence? Because do you know why? Because the ones that stay, the ones that remain in the academy are the ones that Maybe they have more passion. They have not passion, but they have more determination. They are hardcore guys. But the ones with the raw talent, like you see players like Ozil. Ozil does not track back at least for 50-70% of the time. But you know that he has the skill. So the in best players system. usually are Lakadasuka. The natural players, the best ones are usually Lakadasuka. People like Delima, they don't train in terms of properly uh, and in hazard. You see them, they come out all the days, they are fat or they are padded with. It's, it's, it's that's just how it is. But the, the quality is there. Yes, their careers may not be as long as careers of other players that will play their late parties. But in the five, seven, ten years that they will give you, they will give you pure enjoyment. It's difficult to watch a football game this day and see something new. Everybody is passing sideways, passing to the back. Wingers cannot take on. This almost Saka that is just like the hottest winger in Premier League right now. Apart from Mohamed Salah, Saka cannot do what you put in one line. Saka cannot do what you put in one line. Saka is is just intelligent in terms of making runs and passes. You understand? He's strong, but in terms of war, dribbles, skills, entertainment, you don't get it anymore. And whether that is needed or not, I mean, it's for you to see it. You see that even coaches, okay, you mentioned the point you made about people people reading and studying and doing a lot of research and thinking that they cannot become a manager. It's a dig at coaches. Because you see that those coaches now say, so anything, maybe Kadulana, if you begin to use um, the player now, <laughs> we know him that. We know that we're doing it. We're doing the defenses with that. You know, if you get a guy that will carry what you do to go and play left inside forward, uh-huh. that's the same thing that strength as my coach will start using what you as left. Exactly. Inside. <laughs> they, they don't take for themselves anymore. Everybody just they copy. 
Everybody is copying the next man. They don't think there's no innovation. That's why people still accept Moyo because Moyo will do whatever I want to do. Exactly. They don't care about philosophy, PhD, or professor rubbish. Do you get? Mm. The yeah. game is to be won, yes, but it's also to be enjoyed. I mean, Gorilla for a lot of things is great. And what he did was, you know, was he innovated a aspect of football that was, you know, but in a way, he made it too, but because he himself, the kind of player that is proud, uh, <laughs> a funny man, <laughs> if Gorilla leaves the club down, you might not be able to manage the player as well as the The coach might not exactly might not be able to use that those specific player. Because <laughs> have you noticed something? Rodri Rodri in Man City is way, way different from Rodri in uh Mosico, Spain. At some point the coach was using him as a center back. I was like, what the hell is going on? You have Laporte, Zubedia, and the likes. And you are using Rodri as a center back. <laughs> like, what are you thinking about? Like, like you have this vast, like some of them don't know how to use these players. But because oh, that's why I used to call most Man City players. Um, I used to call these Man City players. I call them system players, right? Because yeah. Yeah, they can yeah. only work. So the assistant player, they can only work for Guardiola or anybody. They can only work for Guardiola. He gets. So and it's sad. It takes away the joy of the game, but it is what mm. it is. This is the result of. Money getting into the game, into the sports. Do you know yeah, that exactly. in England now, players are investing. When you invest a lot of money into the sports, obviously you want the best result, and for you to get the best result, you're going to do a lot of statistics and analysis and whatever that's not ordinarily done. So, for instance, so for instance, uh, in the club now. It seems like he has, a, he has a throwing coach. Like a coach that teaches Ken Anna Arnold and Robert. If you watch the other game, he mentioned that these guys are very good at long throws. Not, it's not as if they throw into the box to score a goal, but if they want to make a long throw, they can make it. Because they have a guy that played rugby. I think rugby or one of those sports that they use their hands. Like mm-hmm. their coach, so it's just the practicality of training. <laughs> yes. So they have a lot of those funny things, a lot of video analysis, a lot of technology mm-hmm. that very small. I won't be able to get uh, automatic. Uh, now we have semi automatic, but we're going to get automatic offside system where there will be a, a maybe kind of a sensor in football to you know detect offside immediately. Do you get so just like go line technology? So, even these things, rap issues left in these days with a lot of what is their bar and everything, it takes it, it makes it more annoying. Mm-hmm. It brings a new dimension in terms of argument and yeah, I'm wasting of time again, so but but entertainment it makes it more annoying than entertainment. When it's, the entertainment is gone or is going, and what only as a that said the same thing two years ago that these academies. They will tell the players, they will tell the players. For instance, now, do you know there's no number 10 in football again? No, as in, it doesn't there's exist no, anymore. There's no concept time in football again. This man, his role is done. People like uh, Mula, that's a. Yeah, Mula Mula's in, uh, this in Bayern. Because he's either you're playing a central midfield or you're playing as a four. 
or you are playing as oh, a it's, it's either that's the only two things because even the brain is not one place. He plays more or less like a free role. He's not like specifically sitting there as a number ten. He drops back, covers for the wing, covers, moves from left to right anyway he can get his crosses in, right? So. All this one will be say Ozzy go sit down for middle, ball go go through central midfielder, move to ten, ten go create chances. Oh, oh more. forget to oh. even Musiala that I see as a okay, oh, he could be play really well as a ten. He tries mix all his runs from the flanks and come into the middle to create space for for the striker or someone that is running on the flanks. But so even the ones that are talented that are able to get to professional level. The talent is beginning to get reduced or it's not as evident. Yeah, it's to be limited. It See, to... Grealish. Grealish used to be a 10 or play left to left wing, take on his defenders. and Right now, he, he just take one, two, three steps, passes back to full back, so to put it back into the midfield. Exactly. And it affects every position. Even go to pass now. You don't get good to pass anymore. Yeah, but he also play 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 play. Pass. And yeah. that's one like the game, the best shot for pass. Okay. Job. It, doesn't have a job. Of a job. it doesn't have a job right now because he's not he doesn't have that skill of kicking the ball as a as a as a like a midfielder or something like that. So and um this guy saw it before and Cantonas he saw this he foresaw this thing, but he didn't put it into words that people understand in English. <laughs> About his talk in poem. We we not understand. <laughs> I think it was this word based award or pardon the award. <laughs> When he was reading a poem, I was like, the football I love is gone. <laughs> yeah, Eric Cantona. But no one understood what he was saying, but this was what he was arriving or driving towards. So it's it, it's what it is. It's what it is. Right. So we move on to the next fraud. Someone is trying to do uh control damage control because he knows he they go suck him. So why you call the comma and say before you sack me, I go sack myself. <laughs> so when I, when I when I saw that press conference, I was pissed off. Uh... After losing a game, that is like the most bitter move to make. It's like it's like saying that I, I don't want to talk about the results. You don't, exactly. you don't want to talk about the results. You want to create just. And that's to make me. everything about yourself exactly. Even if you have decided to leave, it was not saying stuff like I've decided before, it's not because of this result. I've decided before. If you don't talk about why are you going to talk about And so people are also saying that they actually sacked him, but because of his allegiance, they want to respect it. Whatever the reason is, we don't care. Yes, it's not if it's having failed entirely. Look, you have to feel for Xavi as a legend. He came to the club that were, that were in deep financial crisis, and for what these days. Like we're saying, without money, you can't really do a lot because it's against you already. Like, it's, like, it's, a, it's an uphill battle. And, like, an uphill battle where they're even throwing stones at you because the ones that have money, like the Madrid, they're paying the league and the referees to pay for them. Uh, it's obvious. Like it used to before. It's obvious. So, I mean, that's that's past. Forget about past. Oh, so no, you guys have money. So you go, the thing is, you guys don't have money to pay anymore. That's why now you're not mad at the people that still have money no, to pay. No, that's no, basically no, what's service, happening. Service, service, service salary is three point five million per annum. Nobody will collect that money. No coach will collect that money from you. Finally, collected because you the guys are broke now. Exactly. Your team is so broke. It came, it came into the club that is broke, and yes, he tried. It's not as if they want to leave now, but when it came. They were no good players in terms of this thing. But 
he won the league still. Okay, the first season he finished second. Next season he won the league. Now he's playing bad. Now that he's playing bad, we're not gonna go to see oh because we league, we're not gonna talk about the bad that you're playing now. Yes, now they are not the players are there, they're okay. To be honest with you, it's not as if the police players can compete for Champions League. No, they cannot. If they do, it's because of they are overachieving. You understand? But what they are playing now, they can play better than what they are playing now. That's the basic thing. See, in every team in football, as a coach, as a manager, the number one thing is to be the best out of the players. No matter the kind of players that you're managing, if you're managing mid players or you're managing top class players, it doesn't matter. You have to be the best out of them. So now, the ones that he has now, the Jong, Pedri, Woodgan, Lewandowski, Rafinha, and Joao Felix. I'm not calling these 16 year old guys because these people are doing child abuse there. They're playing the 16 year old guy for 19 minutes back to back. That's child abuse. Who is that? Uh, no, no. Lami Yama. Lami Yama is 16 years old, but he's our best winger in the past. Oh, okay. Years. It doesn't make sense. What about Rafinha? I mentioned, I mentioned Rafinha already. So Rafinha, okay. I mean, Kunde, Kunde, Christensi, Araho. And this new guy you bought, Victor Rick, that was his name. Victor Rick, that was 17 years old. But um, he cannot come and do anything special. He's another Brazilian like the fake Brazilian. Anyway, but the thing is, the thing there is that he has good enough players to play better than what they are. But, but they are playing well for the defense is bad. They are not creating enough chances. So nothing is working. And then he now came to say... So I feel like if you cannot solve the problem, it's, it's normal to have rough parties. But mm-hmm. if you cannot look for a solution, and you don't have the mentality to fight, to, to come back, do you understand? Then question is not for you. Then you should leave the job. Gadela will never have it. Because Gadela will not have it rosy at every time. Neither will Ancelotti or the club or any other manager. But you have to be able to come back. You don't just give up easily. If they sack him, it's okay. It's understandable. You cannot blame the manager, the, the owners of the club that you guys do not wait. Patient. But the choice is that those guys, they cannot afford to sack him. You know why? There's no other person you hire that will collect that money. money. They are paying. Do you understand? So that is where the thing comes in. So I don't believe this fact. I just believe that the guy has given up, and that's where the thing is bad. It's not because you are playing badly, but because you have given up. And it's sad because I feel like he's our legend, and his reputation also is good and doing like this. Obviously, he's still going to be respected as he always been, but it's just sad that he's going to live like this. And hopefully, maybe they can do something. You can also use it to motivate his players. Because I heard that Lewandowski and some people were crying. Can you even imagine? These are our players that are so weak, man. Why do you believe in Lewandowski? That's why I said, they're crying. God. God. I mean, that's, that's the mentality. That, that, that's how I was crying against Liverpool when they beat us 4-0. In the Champions League, coming back against the 3-0 lead that we had against them in the first leg of the Champions League. Why are you crying? And he was even crying in half-time. That's the after one, though. They were just beating us 1-0 that time. He was already crying. To show that he has already know that we will go to lose the match. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my biggest my biggest concern in Barcelona is the mentality of our player. Yeah, they are, are follow, they are following the full step of their choke choke master. Lionel <laughs> Messi himself. Those guys, <laughs> those guys that lost against Roma and Liverpool. I'm happy they have left, but it's like they have already infected these new guys because <laughs> although you can you you, can, you cannot really blame them because they are young. But the old mm-hmm. guys in the team, they need to give them the guys. That's why I like Madrid. To be honest with you, I don't like Madrid because of anything. But the fact that, you see, once 
a young guy comes, a Vinicius comes, a Bellingham comes. Bellingham is different because Bellingham pulled himself immediately. But he's a player. Vinicius, Rodrigo, even Bellingham said, once you come, the best thing that he lets you know is that you this never have to play anything. You never sabi anything. You win, you come. We don't win five times league. Like five players in that team have five times league. So, so you, take your, dude, your head. <laughs> you enjoy the land. Then you will not come with seriousness. You will not have mentality. By the time you begin to come back, you have to. The mentality is there and it is passed on for the rest of our team. No. When you see, if me now, I did it, I'm 16 years old. I did that. That the they announce in the leave. The man just keep crying. You know, see, you know, see, we say Gudogan talks it after the LA Classico, like he was expecting some kind of like angry. reaction, and he just entered yeah, the room. They feel they dance, just boys. They feel they say, "That guy." If you talk to the other towns, you just move up the stuff. You just talk like, like, fuck out. I was just in love, like, the mentality, the mentality is not there. Mentality is not there. And again, the coaches, yeah, but you guys have nowhere to go because number one, you are still selling grass of camp to, number two, you are still making camp, no, in the rent stadium. You don't have money. Your players are on outside. Gavi is injured for the rest of the season. That's one of the painful things you guys are like. That injury is a long term injury, and even though he, he comes back, well, rehab, rehab is another long, long time. I don't know if Pedro is back, but man, still a long way for you guys because you you only need a coach or a new coach that is going to collect that amount from you and grow with the team. And any success you see along the way, it's a plus. You get so mm. it's it's really it's tough times for Barcelona. I won't lie to you, tough times, but that's what tough I want time, to see. Though. That's what it's I've been waiting for. It does, but that's, the thing is that we are still better than you guys, we're still better than man. You just see, that's the sad thing for you guys, and you guys should actually have shame. Yeah, where will we have shame? Girona is currently topping your league. Imagine Girona. Yeah. With daily blind, daily blind, outcast of my United. Leicester eh? won the league. Just this thing, bro. That's just almost eight years ago. Yeah, but that one, that one, if not Arsenal was just a, 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 a choke, choke hold. Why did not you mention Man United? Man United, maybe Man United is seven that. But that one is different. <laughs> it's a different thing. The thing is that you know we are still going to finish ahead of them. No, Real Madrid is actually going to win this league, you know. I still feel yeah, they will drop. Most probably. But uh, I don't know if I'm But it's not okay, I'm going Limao. Limao. They play. They play there. So, that brings us to our last topic, which is... The one person people have been saying he's not fit, he's not training well, Sancho. And Sancho went to Bundesliga, he has come back to um to um Borussia Dortmund. I was telling someone that if he doesn't score in his first two games, right, then there's an issue. And lo and behold, in his first game, I think he made an assist or he scored a goal. So does this mean 
that the issue was with the manager or the issue was with the um, player for being too proud to apologize to the team? Or do you think the crossroad between Man, Man U and Sancho is gone? Like, he will most likely make it permanent. Or will he outlast Eric Tayang? Like, by the time he's coming back, Eric Tayang is gone. level players they don't have the mentality of number one copy with pleasure and number two giving what you have to give in order to get some things you have to be serious in training you have to be committed to your diet and all those things you understand and uh, you have to know that this is a serious game play with bravery but it is that from the first day Santos just stepped into Manchester United into Ultraford is the place scared. He only takes some players. He, he did you wait in about seven, but he was playing like he was a lot of weight on 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 his shoulder. Did you get and that's not Sancho man. It's like and over time the more that lingers, you begin to find that you lose your joy. And when you lose your joy for mm-hmm. a player like Sancho, who is one of the most or one of the rare in terms of interesting footballers these days. There's nothing you can do. You can't play football. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And then yeah. you're in a club that... You're also in a club that is, that is facing a lot of challenges to get results. So that's one of the big problems. So they expect you to deliver immediately. If you're, if you're in a club that is like one season, they can give you a one-season break to learn or to get into the distance. No pressure. And come back whenever you... Come back gradually. Yeah. But... Um, in, in Manchester United, no, 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 you're not going to get that type. But it's sad, you know. But the club, or the issue with the hard, it's not something that started from the beginning. It started along the line. Probably he wasn't training well and stuff, and then he left him out, and Sancho, and the guy said he left him out because he wasn't training well, and Sancho said, he got new, mm-hmm. so he called as his manager. Very bad. No manager would take that, no matter what. Because he called him out on social media very bad. Now, if you want to amend that situation, what can you do? Apologize. Apologize. Is that what apologize? Is someone good? Say no <laughs> So there was no way. He cannot work. With the coach not play you, he cannot play you. He cannot so, play you. Disrespected him. Now, they sent him out, they did him a lot, they even do him bad. You know, if you want to launch, they give him, they give him a ticket away, they go to for grass. Yeah. It does it, it does it, it may go to chop for outside kids. <laughs> Boom, man, that's sad, man. That's, that's, that's measure. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. So, yeah, something that's fault for that. That's the obvious one. Wasn't playing well. It's not like we are playing well for you to make that kind of behavior. <laughs> you know, if you are playing well and you have the clouds, there was a player, David Beckham, when he had issue with Madrid, with Capello in Madrid, he mm-hmm. was left out. I mean, he's using the commentary. The commentary was left out and he was training. They asked him to train, you know, just like Sancho was ostracized from the team. Training no, why he didn't leave. He was training. 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 In the in the 
training ground. They say Sancho na outside Peckham. Isn't that Peckham? So, but the thing is that Peckham, he showed the manager that, and it's not as if he did anything too bad, okay, but he was playing well before he got that thing. And everybody knew that he wanted to win that league. They began to be playing. Did you get? So, he was training normal, normal. Even more than people that were able to train with the group. At the point, the player going to be manager say, boss, this guy is serious. Let him play with us because they were not bringing to a struggling. They were not winning games. Capello eventually begged the guy come back. And he came back and he won the league. But you, Sancho, you have no clout. So you behave like a goat. And even if you have clout, you still have to respect the manager. It is. But now, another thing there is that if you look at the pattern, it seems like as, as a problem because you need it to Ronaldo, okay, no while you are very Sancho, and it seems like it's doing to Rashford now because I was saying a story about Rashford today. I don't know what exactly happened, but like because it left him out, people are saying some stuff like it's happening, it's happening again. So it's like they have a pattern of bad relationship with players. We didn't notice that in Ajax, but like it's, it's not it's happening now in Manchester United. But it might also be that these Manchester United boys are too spoiled. It might also be I don't know because I mean it's it's a pattern. I mean there's a pattern, there's a problem. Do you get mm-hmm. now? My management is very important. One of the things as a lot of my club, the big coaches that what they're good at. My management, you know your players individually and you treat them like that. So you know what this person needs and wants. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's bad for Manchester United they're going to continue this line because in the end, the dressing room will get against the manager and that only ends one way. Bye-bye to the manager. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Like That's what they, they, they believe it's going, it's going to happen. That um, he's going to outlive the manager. That means when he's going to be done, or if the, I don't know if the club have plans of letting their go, because you can't just let. I I doubt the new ownership will want such a talent to just go off scot free like that. So they might want to. They might have plans to kind of like work things out between them in the summer, and um see how it goes, right? But it's so the most the, the most the most important thing for Sancho is that he needs to be playing well in Dortmund because football yeah, leaves you behind quick. It takes a little yeah. one season for football to leave you behind. Mm-hmm. Except you're lucky. If you have a bad season, everybody will forget about you and they will send that young star. So if you've got, if you've got a young star, doesn't mean anything. You need to continue. So if it's playing well in Dortmund, obviously, and Manchester United, even if they have, they can maybe amend. But you have to just have that. You have to, you have to have that it. You have to have that, that yeah. factor. So just like Greenwood now. Greenwood is like yeah. he's Greenwood. No matter what, he would he would turn up. He's a very very quality player. So you can't just take it. You can't take it take it out from him, right? Like football is going to leave you behind, but this this aura that is going to make you relevant again. If you are good, you are good. Forget it. So it's the same thing. I know he's he's, he's blowing it up in in, in uh, Bundesliga, but. Yeah, I don't know if that's his level. That's the only place he, he, he feels comfortable enough. But he's, he's basically doing well. And we can all see it from the results. 
So yeah, yeah. And um I think that's all we have for you guys today. Um I know it's a long one, but hopefully you guys if you are listening by this point in time, um you've come to the end of our episode for this session. And um we're glad you stood behind to finish this with us. So uh it's a goodbye from me. Yeah, and we hope to uh provide you guys with more episodes every week. We promise this time. We seriously promise. <laughs> we'll try our best um to push out something every week. Um I don't know if Smigo has anything to say before we round it up. Yeah, guys. I hope you guys have fun with us because we enjoy it. Having these discussions about football and what's happening. I will get finished. Uh, breaking news, I'm just saying now, Nicola Keta has informed these people that he's living after the end of the season. So let's see how that's the end zone. Well, we hope you guys enjoy it. Oh, but yeah, I'm saying it's not a sport. The source is sport, but sport is not a living language. Yeah. But oh, my see. goodness. So, All right. so, <clears throat> trying to come to Barcelona, I don't want to see you in Spain. Don't come here, please. Thank you. So, yeah, man. Hope you guys have fun with this. Please share our podcast, your opinions, give us comments, give us likes. Yeah. And oh, follow us. Yeah. We're going to, we're on Twitter, What's Cooking Ninja. So, yeah. You guys should follow us on Twitter. So, yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. See you next time. All right, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for staying behind. We'll listen to the, all of this uh, brand new episode. And hopefully we get to hear from you or provide you with more uh, next week. So have a good one. And um, bye-bye.